Hey, it's noon here uh, in where the hell am I? Oh, Ventnor City, New Jersey, and in Washington, D.C. And this is news that you can use for Monday, December 4th, with your host from Car Edge, Mr. Uh, Zach, the handsome dude there, and me. I'm Ray. Uh, how are you today, handsome? Doing great, Pops. It is December 4th, and that means we are in the thick, the throes, the heyday of deal making in december three weeks to christmas buddy three three weeks three weeks folks if you are out there trying to buy a car between now and the end of the year please go to caredge.com our team we just had an awesome meeting this morning we are jam-packed we're busy as can be and we are here to help you now dad some automakers are struggling man and we've been covering this story for a long long time and now we have even more data Ford's U.S. vehicle sales slipped a half percent in November. If I if I remember correctly, Dad, sales last year in November were still being impacted by the chip shortage, supply chain shortages, and things like that. That doesn't seem to be the case today. Yet Ford's sales slip. We're going to dig into the numbers a little bit more. Also, I'll simply mention this: I've had conversations this morning with all of the CDJR Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram dealers that have joined the Car Edge Network. The discounts are there, folks. The dealers are discounting things they need to move metal. Yeah, absolutely not. I see the comments all day long, and we're just lying because everybody that comes, well, I'm not seeing any deals. They, not where I live, not in my driveway, not in the pick a town anywhere, not there. <laughs> uh, you know, but but you know the fact that. I don't know. We have our hands um, in 500 or 1,000 car deals. December will probably be, if I had to guess, between three and 4,000 car deals. But, but Dad, but Dad, let's focus on the Ford news because that, that's tangible. You know, that's not made that's up. All, that's all BS. That, it's got to be BS, Zach. I read the comments. Oh, Dad, Ford sales. Stick yeah. with Ford here for a second. If you go down and you look at the numbers, Dad, sales of Ford's electric vehicles bucked the trend, Dad. They were up 43.2% to 8,958 units from a year ago. That's while we know EV. I, I believe somebody's misstating the truth. In his opinion, my, in my dad's opinion. In, in my opinion, I, I believe some... I, I, in my opinion, from seeing the number of, of electric vehicles that are sitting, literally sitting, and everything I read about how, especially domestic manufacturers, are having a tough time selling their electric vehicles, I find it hard to believe, in my opinion, that Ford EV sales spiked dramatically while I don't know. They're not EVs like Broncos and stuff like that. Well, those sales kind of slipped. Yeah, look at that. That sales of trucks yeah. were down 2.8% to 78,971 units. So we're seeing some backwards you know, movement here from Ford in terms of their trucks, which are supposed to be their high profit margin vehicles that are underwriting they're pushed towards electric vehicles. Obviously, we're going to look at some data. You've also been interviewing some Ford dealers for the uh, Auto Insiders channel, the podcast. You know, they're sitting on inventory. We know that. Total I, I sales debt were actually down. Here. Yeah, the gentleman I interviewed at the time of the interview, which was 10 days ago, maybe, 
only had, only had 73 Mach-E's on the ground, on the lot, waiting patiently for people to come in and say, I got to have, I, I, I got to have that. I, I, can, can you, can you get the paperwork started? I got to go home. And that I'm not, you know, and he said, hell, I just reduced the price of every last one of them by a thousand dollars because, well, nobody's coming in to buy them. How do you it, reconcile it, Ted? Uh, well, here's, and what here's I mean a, by reconcile, what I mean by reconcile is like you have the OEM reporting that EV sales were up 43.2% year over year and the anecdotal R data, et cetera, that shows that these, you know, not. for example, are just sitting. Here's, here's how I'm going to reconcile it. Ford had their factory reps ask their dealers to report X amount of EVs as demos or move them into demo service or move them into service loaner fleets so that they can report them as sold units from I'm not I'm not suggesting in my opinion I am not <laughs> suggesting I am not suggesting in any way shape or form for a publicly traded company that they might ask dealers to do things like this so that they can prop up their sales numbers but I do remember actual sales I, I, that's how I could. So, so either a bunch of them got moved into service loaner fleet or a bunch of them got moved into demo fleet or Ford came up with a special lease program for Ford employees, in my opinion, in, in <laughs> order, in order to, to show some sales. <laughs> I, I mean, in my opinion, as as foolish as my opinion can can be at times, um, that's that's how I would reconcile it. We've got Dad. We've got <laughs> nationwide. I'll pull it up on the screen. I love it. That was a fun little segment. We've got nationwide. I'm on the Car Edge Car Search where you can get some of these data and insights. We've got new Ford, and I've got electric powertrain. Just go to engine and drivetrain, and I've chosen electric over there. There are yes. 39,482 Ford electric vehicles for sale, new ones. I want to put you on the spot here and everyone in the chat. How many do you think have been on dealer lots for over 100 days? Because I'll enter that filter in next. What is what is your guess? Do you think 10%, 20%, 30%, 40%? How many? 50%? I can't. The, the number, you know, it's, what's that say? 39,482. And then you want me to guess how many of those have been in inventory for over 100 days? My yep. guess is, my guess is that 33,817 have been in inventory for, for over 100 days. All right, let's like, let's actually turn on in transit off. So let's get rid of that really quickly because that could influence the numbers. Okay, so we just got rid of 5,000 vehicles that are in transit, not even at the dealership yet. So let's get rid of that. So now we're down to okay. 34,260. So you're thinking maybe like 28, 29,000 have been uh, on dealer I'm, lots I'm, over 100 days? I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be 30,912. All right, so now, folks, I'm going to come over here. I'm going to do days on market, and we are going to do over 100. And it is only, oh, wow, dad. It's only 10,000. Only. Only 10,000. So only yeah. a third. Yeah. Close round up to 11. Only a third 
of Ford's new electric vehicles have actually been on dealer lots over 100 days. I wonder how many have been 200 plus days. Let's see that. Well, it's going to be a much smaller number. Yeah, 2,200 of them have been sitting there for over 200 days. Let's do this quickly, Dad. How many have been sitting over 60 days? Let's see. Let's go back here. Let me go to days on market. 18,176. Over half. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) All right, let's look at RAM really quickly because now I'm curious. So let's pull up RAM. Let me go back here and get rid of electric powertrain. There are over 53, call it 54,000 new RAM. The first one that pops up that is a 2022. Perfect. Yeah, well, that's that's because you know that's part of that auto dealer's auto collection, uh, because it he's convinced he or she is convinced. You know, there's that old axiom in the car business, and it goes something like this: "There's an ass for every seat." Sometimes it just takes you a lot longer to find that ass, um, and, <laughs> and and that dealer is waiting for the right ass for that. 2022 because why not well, you know the 2024 models are out what yeah how, hey come on how many people got these when you want that new 2022 with that complete factory <laughs> warranty you know where are you going to go you're going to go to that guy it's the only one left <laughs> just like you saying the sentence when you want that new 2022 when the 2025s are around the corner <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I, I yeah, don't. let's do this one. Let's do this one really quickly, and then we'll move on, folks. Okay. How many 2022s are still on the line? So let's. All right. Yep. Well, it's got to be at least five thousand. All right. So I'm going to get rid of RAM. I'm going to get rid of. I'm going to get rid of everything. We're just going to do new vehicles. So nationwide, there are 2.5 million new vehicles advertised for sale. That's pretty close to in line with the data we have from Cox yes. Automotive and various others. All right. So now what we're going to say is year and mileage, 2022, and we're going to do 2022. 20,000, 19,000 vehicles still out there. How many of them are Rams? All right. So now let's look how many are Ram. (laughs) How many? 3,000. I was off. Okay. There are 3,000 2022 Ram new rams out there for sale nationwide you know what the problem with that is what's the problem with that there's three thousand thirteen that are that are waiting to find that that lucky ass and and the my guess is there's not three thousand thirteen lucky asses out there dad look at this ford there's 5600 so between the two what is that 8600 yes and then let's do um gmc only 295 that's that makes sense let's do chevrolet 1291 so that's like 1500 more so 1500 8600 that's that's 10,100 10, yeah so 10,100 out of let me get rid of all of these again it was out of 19,000 more than half of the remaining 2022s are just domestics dead wow just wow. sitting around looking for as you said a, a donkey that wants to <laughs> put down there is there is a that's the beauty of the car business i mean it's one of the 
I would like to say it's a misnomer, but you know, ultimately every one of these gets sold somehow, some way. So legitimately, there really does end up being an ass for every seat. Um, it, it just sometimes it, it it takes a lot longer to find that ass. Um, <laughs> it, it just does. Um, you know, but I, I mean, Dad, I, I was. I was helping a customer recently on a 2022 Ram, uh, $2,500, uh-huh. $72,000 MSRP. There is absolutely no incentive from the OEM. The dealer discount was eight grand. So the dealer discount was what is that like 11%, 12%? Well, you know, because That's not enough. Well, and, 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 and the manufacturer is like, hell, you guys should have gotten rid of these back in 2022. We're, we're not putting our incentive dollars in. We had incentive dollars on these, and you didn't utilize them to sell them when you ha- and and they you know the manufacturers will go. By the way, April will be the last month that there will be any incentives on X, so they'll give you like a sixty ninety day upfront. To, to, to make you aware of what you have to do like over the next 60 or 90 days to get rid of these because any factory incentives are going to go away on those. They tell you that. They tell the dealers that. And so if, if the dealers are aware of that and the dealership management team isn't doing anything with that information to get rid of them, well, that's shame on the dealer. Um, it, it's just, you know, and I've, listen, I've, I've worked at dealerships where we've had vehicles that have had birthdays. We've had some vehicles that have had multiple, multiple birthdays, um, you know, because I, I, I worked for some owners that thought a little differently than the vast majority of owners think, but it's, it is, yep. if you are given the advanced information as to when the cutoff do it. Whatever the hell you got to do to get rid they're not going up in value. You you can't you can't sit there at a, as a dealer with a 2-year-old model year vehicle thinking well it's got to go up in value. How how many brand new ones can there be? Okay, well in the, in the case of Ram there could be 3000. Uh, it, it is just I don't. I don't know much about the car business. There, there are plenty of comments that I see that suggest I don't know anything about the car business. But I do know that your inventory doesn't become more valuable the longer it sits. Okay. Totally. Let's so go down to the chat good. here. Let's go down, yeah. down to the chat. We're getting a lot of a lot of heat today, so I think it's important that we acknowledge it before we do. Lynn says. Local Ford dealer has 31 F-150s in stock. 17 of them are tagged as special Ford courtesy vehicles. Yeah, that's the FTCP, the Ford, uh, Ford, oh, what's the T stand for? I forget what the acronym is, uh, uh, or the FCPP. Whatever the hell it is, gang, all it means is they're service loaners. The, yes. the dealer puts yes. them into service loaner fleet. Yes, that's what, that's what they're for. More than half, half their yes. vehicles in service loaner fleet. That's so that the OEM can mark them as sold. Uh, and the dealer can mark them as sold, even though yes. they're not. Um, and 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 the invoice amount is completely different on those vehicles than it is on a regular vehicle. And what I mean by that is the selling price to the dealer 
is reflective of the invoice, less holdback, less advertising assistance, less floor plan. It's just, it's less everything. And then, and then Ford strokes you X amount of dollars per vehicle every month that you utilize it as a service loaner so that you can continue to write the vehicle down when you take it out of service loaner fleet. And what I mean by write the vehicle down is every month you get to depreciate the vehicle uh, you know, $300, $500, whatever it is, so that ultimately when you take it out of service loaner fleet, you can, your your cost is less than when you started with it in service loaner fleet. And that is what allows you to sell it for considerably less than a brand new one, um, even though the service, ve- service loaner vehicle might only have 3,000 miles on it or 4,000 miles on it. And like and, you said, and, the and, manufacturer... And as, pays you yes yes yeah they pay you twice because they pay you they they pay you by charging you less for the the vehicle to begin with and then they give you a demo allowance on it every month as you're using as a service loaner but you know that's supposed to be used to write it down so you can then afford to sell it yeah, yeah, exactly. To get it off your lot, Dad. Let's yes. continue here. We've got we're getting called out in the chat today. Let's let's address it. Matt says lies and more lies by Ray and Zach. Hybrid sales are up seventy five percent year over year. Point is, there is still markups on vehicles people actually want. Toyota, Hyundai, Kia, and Honda sales all up. I don't know where the lies are, but I, I will say hybrid sales for Ford were up significantly. That was an area yes. of great growth for their business. We are not seeing markups. People paying markups on Toyotas, Hyundai's, Kias, or Hondas. If you're paying or penciled, uh, uh, given a deal that has a markup on, don't take it, folks. Do not pay markups on any of those vehicles. I actually helped a customer get a, a uh, invoice deal on a Kia just earlier or last week on Thursday and Friday of last week. So it's like you don't need to be paying markups on things. And absolutely, hybrids. You've been you've been preaching this for the longest time that hybrids are what consumers actually want. Yes, and and. So, you know, I'm sorry, Matt. Maybe you haven't been able to figure out how to get a discount off on these vehicles, uh, but our team has. Um, so if you, Matt, want to continue to overpay because you want to think we're lying, then go right ahead, my friend. Don't do it now, man. We want to help everyone. We want to help everyone. And then, Dad, we've got from Ari. Yes. When an OEM, the original equipment manufacturer, says yeah. their sales went up does not mean anything because they were sold to the dealer and maybe just sat there. No. That's not sales to customers. Yeah, Ari, 100%. You are spot on. Thank you for educating all of us here in the community. The but, OEM but, reflects wholesale sales to dealers, not sales to customers. But but what the report that we get at the end of every month or the beginning of the next month, that is retail sales. So allegedly. Ford's retail sales slipped a half a point, okay, uh, because Broncos and and trucks were down, and trucks, but EV sales were up, and those are, and those are retail sales. Those are not what they wholesaled to their dealer to their franchise dealer body. What this report is every month is the alleged retail sales that have taken place alleged is the operative word there Indeed uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. you need to understand <laughs> that things can be manipulated as we talked about earlier today and then we got dave saying this is bogus clickbait the dealers in the tri-state area on car gurus are still overpriced in their used cars 
I just want a blanket statement really quickly. You are going to see bad pricing through the end of the year because a sucker is born every minute. Isn't that a quote, Dad? Isn't that Something like that, yeah. There's 1,600 people here with us right now on YouTube. We appreciate you spending some of your Monday with us. You are in the minority, folks. Most people <laughs> don't know what Car Edge is. Most people don't know who we are. Most people are not educated and informed customers. Why would they advertise low prices when they can still make a boatload of money off people who don't know what's happening in the market or don't know how to negotiate? It is it, just because they advertise a price. And we know in many, many cases, the prices they advertise are bogus prices to begin with. So don't go by the price that you see on car gurus. Here's what you go by. When I come in, how big of a check do I have to write for that vehicle? That's the only thing that matters is the total out-the-door price. And, and if that total out-the-door price includes a discount to get to that total out-the-door price uh, and not a market adjustment upwards, then there's savings there. Now, are the savings as big as everybody'd like to see them? Absolutely not, because, well, I'm not getting back into the market till the prices drop 30, 40, 50 percent. During the Great Recession, new vehicle prices did not drop anywhere near 30, 40, 50 percent. Why anybody thinks that new car prices, because they've gone up 30, 40, 50 percent in the last four years, are going to suddenly drop 30, 40? They're not. If it didn't happen during the Great Recession, it ain't going to happen now. I mean, I hate the. There's a certain amount of logic you have to use with this. Okay, there's still enough people out there that are paying the pricing. Yep. Doesn't mean you can't save money when you go to buy something. And yes, if you want to say, well, that's still way more money than I would have paid five years ago. You, my friend, are absolutely right. It is way more money than you would have paid, but that's the money it takes to get it today. That's the market today. And the market today is the prices are more negotiable than they had been at any point in this year. Dad, we're going to get the black book data. We're going to get black book data tomorrow. We're going to get more yes. inventory data later this week. All yes. signs are going to point to improved negotiability for consumers. The black book data for the past three weeks has been down a point and a half every single week. That's yes. wholesale auctions. We are starting to see that you know trickle into the retail market. Oh, absolutely, it, it is. I am. I'm. I'm just. I can't wait to go to the food store. <laughs> 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 for those of you that are unfamiliar we have all sorts of free resources back on caredge.com i've got the one on the screen right now caredge.com slash cheat go download the 100 free car buying cheat sheet again this time of year is the most important time to be aware of things like that dad we had a comment come through in the chat that i want to jump over to because it ties in with used car prices sanzoro says, I yes. need to sell my 2020 Honda Pilot EX with 19,000 miles. What do you think? And he gave us, or she gave us, the VIN. Dad, you know exactly where I'm going to go. CarEdge.com slash sell. And I, let's kidding. plug this in. Let's, yes, let's, let's, let's do it. Yeah. All right, it's so an EX, go, not an in. EXL, correct? Thank you. Thank you. And then we didn't get a zip code um, for where this vehicle is located. But what do you say? You want to go to Arizona? Um, sure. 
<laughs> Arizona is a good place to go in the winter. Yes. There you go. All right. We found the vehicle. We're not going to add anything. Three, to three, it. seven, seven, six is hers. His or her zip code. Three, what three, was it, three, three, seven, seven, six. Three, three, seven, seven, six. Yes. Cool. All right. Let's do it. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. Thank you, Sanzor. All right. We've got clean. We own it. Sure. No accidents. Let's keep going through here. Doot, 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 doot. None of the above. No, no, no. Because you and I, Deb, last time I checked, we're not uh, we're not wizards. You know, we can't put a number on uh, number on any vehicle. But this is the exact steps we would go through. Yes. What, what are people paying for used cars right now? And, and this value could change every single day because the market is so indeed. volatile right now. Yes. Indeed right, so it is. Here. Let's see here. All right, so Sanzoro's question again was, I need to sell my 2020 Honda Pilot EX with 19,000 miles. What do you think? Looks like you're going to sell it to CarMax for $27,000. Yeah, or if you want to take a little less, sell it to Vroom. And if you want to take even less than that, sell it to, uh, to a dealer in the Car Gurus network. And if you want to sell it for even less, I'll pay you 20 grand so that yeah, I can turn so, around But at least this, this gives you, this gives Sanzoro some ideas to what the actual cash value of that vehicle would be. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Which I'm right. certain is less than what Sanzoro was hoping for, but that that that's another discussion for another day. I want to go back to something we were on earlier, Dad, when we were talking yeah. about the new 2022s. There are still 19,000 new 2022s actively being sold in the United States. Yes. Of that, more than half are domestic Ford, GM, or Stellantis products. Igor says no bank other than a legacy bank will finance a new 2022 model as new, but will allow NADA used 2022 value for the loan-to-value ratio, the loan-to-value allowance. What do you make of this, Dad? If you are out there and you're one of those customers who wants to put your butt in a 2022 new vehicle, how are you getting it financed? Because what if well, if, 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 it's, if it's a Dodge, you're, you, you know, you're, you're, you're going through Chrysler Financial. If it, if it's a, a GMC or a Chevy, you're going through Ally. If it's a Ford, you're going through Ford Motor Credit. Um, because a, a regular bank isn't going to treat it as a new car. They'll treat it as a low mileage used car. Okay. And low mileage used car rates, APRs, are higher than what a new car rate would be. So, yeah, you're going to have to go through the captive lenders. Um, yeah. and even they will, you know, they, 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 they might not do their standard loan to value ratios on a two year old new vehicle. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Let's come to Mel's comment here. Can someone tell me how a new 2024 Mazda CX-5 can have 2000 miles on it? Is that a typo? I've seen several like this. This is the same thing we were talking about with service loaners for Fords, wasn't it? I mean, it's gotta be the same thing. Um, more than likely it's a service loaner, um, or it's a dealership demo. Um, you know, they, uh, I, I don't know how long have they been out, uh, two, three, four months. So, you know, but my guess is more than likely it's, it's a service, a retired service loaner, or it is a, uh, a retired demo at the dealership where one of the sales managers was driving it. 
which is a good time to remind everyone that new cars are still new cars until they're titled differently. So you can exactly. have new 2022s. You can have new cars with three, four, five thousand miles on them. They're still new cars because they haven't been titled. For example, I know if you purchase a Ford that was previously in the service loaner fleet, Ford will actually extend the manufacturer warranty by four months and 4,000 miles to make up for the fact that you're buying a Ford that has one, two, 3,000 miles on them. And we've got Auto Finance Sense, Miss Kimberly Klein here with us. Go check out her channel this year end as you're gearing up to buy a vehicle. She's mentioning that when she was in the dealership, we had tur uh, to turn our demos in at 4,000 miles. So you could have new cars with 4,000 miles on them that are still being yes. sold. Yes, and, and the state concurs that since it's never been titled, it is still considered a new car. Um, now, that doesn't mean that as a customer, you shouldn't get a discount for the miles that are on the car that the dealership put on the car. In fact, you should. And in many cases, I can, I, I'll share a little tidbit that in many cases, a sales manager can't get into a new demo until he or she has sold their existing demo. So um, the closer you get to the time where that demo has to be retired and that sales manager is still going to need a, a ride to and from work, that sales manager will take whatever that sales manager can get to get out of that vehicle, get it sold so that they can then get into a new vehicle. Bear that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Good tidbit there, Pops. All right, let's address this comment, Dad. Uh, buying a GMC in a couple of weeks, how much of a difference is there really between, say, the 18th of December and the 26th of December in terms of negotiability, things like that? What's your recommendation or your thinking here, Pops? Uh, I, I, would, I, I would think it would be similar, but if they haven't hit their sales goals for the month, on the 26th, the 27th, the 28th, there's a, a, obviously a tad bit more motivation. Um, you know, what that what could that motivation be? Will it be thousands of dollars? Probably not. Could it be hundreds of dollars? Yes. Is it is it worth the risk of losing a vehicle uh, because you hope to save 200 hours in eight days and, and it's the only one in the color or equipment? It might not be. Uh, these are all, but but depending upon where they're at in relation to their sales goal for the for the month, the quarter, and the year will determine exactly how motivated they will be from the twenty sixth on. Well said. And to be very clear, you have no clue. We don't have a clue. No, we don't know. The only dealers we know are the ones that are in our network which is a good reminder that back at caredge.com slash network, we have worked on, we're adding more dealers every single week, pre-negotiated pricing. You don't want to deal with any of the BS, any of the hassle, pre-negotiated pricing from CarEdge. You just click a button. We handle all of it. No salespeople, no interaction with the dealership. Let us do all of it for you. It's a big initiative for us here at the end of the year and into next year as well. The team's working constantly to update pricing back on the website as well. So please, please, please go check out caredge.com slash network. Both if you're a dealer and if you're someone that's in the market to buy a vehicle, that's one way. I, I anticipate that in two weeks, we're going to be updating all the prices again because the pressure is going to be on to get car deals done. And our I've, whole team, we're trying, to, yeah. we're trying to staff up so that we can be prepared for the deluge that is going to be the last week of the year because that's when you're saying all the pressure is going to be there. And I'm, you know, we're having those conversations. So we see it happening every single day. 
it it, it is um, what happens every year at the end of the year. It it just is, and we know that going in. So as a consumer, use that to your advantage. Um, going to pull this one up. We do not have a Mazda dealership in AZ, and I'm sorry for the experience you're having. We can ship vehicles as well, folks. So seriously, if you don't want to deal with people, we can help you out. Let's come here, Dad, to Eric. Yes. Thanks for the contribution, Eric. How does the manufacturer warranty apply to a 3,000-mile demo car? I can speak for Ford because we just did this with a customer last week. Uh, Ford will extend the manufacturer warranty four months, 4,000 miles. I imagine the OE, other OEMs do something similarly when a vehicle not necessarily. is service center. Really? Not necessarily. Yeah, really. Not necessarily. Uh, a lot of the manufacturers... Well, yeah, you ran into this at Mini, didn't you? Yeah, all the time. Uh, a lot of the manufacturers, if if there's 3,000 miles on the car, um, the, the time of the warranty will start the day that it's retailed, but it will still be three years or 36,000 miles, whichever occurs first. So in that case, it would just mean you'd only have 33,000 miles left. But in some, in, for some brands, if it has been registered as a demo, and not all demos get registered as a demo, if it has been registered as a demo with some brands, they will give you that extra four months, 4,000 miles. Not all brands. This is why we call those tidbits. Right? Yes. Knowledge. Knowledge yes. moments here. Yes. Whatever the heck you want to call them. Uh, nuggets. Nuggets. Knowledge. Ooh. Knowledge, knowledge nuggets. nuggets. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. nuggies. <laughs> you and Andy Reid. Uh, <laughs> all right, Bob. Let's call it a show for today. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll probably be covering wholesale used car prices, so stay tuned. We'll have the latest. I'm thinking, yes. Then. Again, want to remind everyone, caredge.com, that's where we can help you out the most as you go into the holiday season. And uh, Dad, do you want to you want to send us off? Or do you want to let everyone know that you are now part of the local ski patrol in Ventnor City, New Jersey? Um, yes, in case, in case it were to snow, I am part of the Carbon to Cobalt Lodge Ski Patrol, at least according to the t-shirt that I am wearing. Um, yeah, show I me have, that. Show me that. I have, I have no idea... What that all means, um, but if carbon but to co- sale. yeah, yeah, but if carbon to cobalt would like to spend some money every week to uh, to uh, as a uh, as a leisure brand to help sponsor the show, contact me because I'll wear your stuff and talk about it. If you don't want to pay, I'll just wear your stuff. <laughs> And Pops, you had a very kind contribution coming in here from Sarah, folks. Sarah, thank you for that. If thank we can help you, you Sarah. In any way. <laughs> Just leave a comment in the chat and we will do our best to assist. All right, folks, we'll be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific, Pacific time. And yeah, East. probably probably noonish, somewhere around noonish here in Ventnor City or Washington, D.C., or anywhere else along the East Coast. Um, thanks, everybody, for being here. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Have a good one, everybody.